Welcome to the latest PinkCast in the Pink Elephant podcast series, dedicated to leading the way in IT management best practices. Hello, my name is Brent Artemchuk, Director of Marketing and Communications with Pink Elephant. And with me today, I have the President of Pink Elephant, David Radcliffe. Hey, David. Hi, Brent. How are you doing? Good, thanks. So today we're going to talk about two new education products that we're launching at our February conference. Are you ready for that? Uh, sure. All right. So we're proud to have two new how-to workshops based on two very, very hot topics right now in the IT industry. The first is the Configuration Management Database, or the CMDB, and the second is the IT Service Catalog. So, David, I know everybody's uh, just dying to hear about what you have to say about these, so let's just get into the questions. Can you tell me about the approach of these workshops? Are they theory-based, or do they provide practical guidance? And what will I walk away with at the end of it all? Well, these are practitioner courses, how to create a service catalog according to ITIL's best practices, and how to create a configuration management database according to ITIL's best practices. And because they're practitioner courses, then they're very practically oriented. So we want people to be able to go away and actually begin creating these projects. So it's not about theory. Of course, ITIL's got a lot of theory in it, but... Our experienced consultants are going to teach you, the customer, how to take that theory that you probably already had a good uh, introduction to in the foundation classes and maybe some of the other classes you might have done and the books you've read, and how to apply that theory in a very practical way. So we'll actually, in the CMDB course, for example, we'll actually show you how you'd structure the CMDB, what kind of attributes the various records should have, We'll also look at the kind of tool considerations that you'd need to take into account, right. how you define the project, who should be involved in it. So it's a lot more than just what is a CMDB and is it a good idea. They sound actually pretty comprehensive. Well, same in the service catalog course. You know, what is a service catalog is fine. That's a, that's a theoretical discussion. But we're going to teach you how to go out and identify what those services are what kind of tools can help you, what kind of activities you need to get involved in, which people should be doing it, and we'll actually give you some examples to take away and an approach to follow. There are some really neat tools these days that are helping to kind of automate this, but the project still has to be managed. Yeah, they're very, very practically oriented courses, and not only do we give you the direct guidance, we also have a lot of background information from that we've done type these types of projects before with our cl- customers. So, you know, whoever's teaching the class will be able to tell you when we've done the, this before and what kind of things we learned along the way, what kind of things to avoid and what kind of things you should definitely do. Right. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of do- documents and templates and checklists and, yeah, yeah, very, very practically oriented courses, both of these. That sounds great. So I know there's probably a lot of people, a lot of IT managers sitting in their offices listening to this, and they're thinking, you know, why do I need these courses? Why should I go? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, Well, obviously, we're interested because this is the line of business we're in, but why would our customers be interested? That's a fair question. Well, these two topics, particularly these two, I think it might be fair to say are the most frequently asked question subject areas. Right. I remember when we first used to do the ITIL foundation classes uh, in the early days in, in North America particularly, uh, going over the module of the course on, on configuration management was, was probably the mo- clearly the most theoretical part of ITIL. 
because a lot of the things we wanted to do, we you couldn't actually do. It was great in theory, but you couldn't actually do it. You know, creating a CMDB, capturing all the information about the infrastructure, and keeping it up to date. I mean, it was a huge project, and it wasn't really a very practical thing. And I can remember people in the classes rolling their eyes going, yeah, this sounds great, but, you know, how the heck are we going to do this? Well, now you can't actually do it. There are tools, and quite mature tools now, that can help you to do this. While it might have been something that people had on the radar as something they'd like to do at one point, it's now very possible and, and realistic to achieve this. And so, and of course, with the CMDB in ITIL, it's the heart of everything. It's the it's the it's the enabling part of the whole framework. Right. All of the other processes benefit from work in configuration management, and so you'll get some software vendors these days, the big enterprise software vendors, who will say that you know you can't really get value out of our product unless you implement the CMDB module or component. So the CMDB is rapidly becoming something of a no-brainer that you've really got to build into your project plan. If not at the beginning, then you know it's got to be something you do fairly soon. I don't want to make it sound like it's a, it's an absolutely mandatory have-to straight away, but it's get, we're heading towards that quite quickly. Now, I know our guys love to say that it's, it's, it's now something they can't avoid talking about early on. Our guys are consultants. Yeah, our consultants, yeah. The service catalog is just because the CMDB is really the internal workings of the ITIL framework, internal within IT. Service catalog is really that window out onto the business community and the customers or users. And so that's that's also, a, you know, if we really want to be genuine in saying we're promoting a service culture, then understanding what elements of service and what performance characteristics of the various services are important to our customers and then what do we use to enable those, what is it in the infrastructure that enables those services. Service catalog is really, again, close to being a a no-brainer. You've really got to pay attention to this. It's going to help you so much in in prioritizing and and focusing on the activities that are going to come along afterwards. Right. Yeah. So they're, they're really very important topics that we're getting a lot of interest from from our customers. Awesome. When I introduced this last question, I said, you know, there's a, probably IT managers sitting in their office going, why should I attend this? But really, who are these well, workshops? Well, maybe the IT managers don't need to attend, but certainly the technical people who... You know, if you're an IT manager or a CIO and you say, hey, CMDB, I'm convinced is the way to go, then the people who are going to make it happen, that's who these courses are for. So like the process owners. Yeah, th- these are not the strategic, you know, are these good ideas? Why would we want to do them? These are what we've decided, and now we're going to do them. How do we do them? You might say a middle manager or a project manager, but the people who are going to make these projects real, those are the people who need to attend these classes. I guess that's, you know, one of the things that we can add to that is that the, the knowledge and tools gained in these workshops will help these people save countless of hours back on the job. Yeah, hopefully what we've said so far sounds compelling enough. Uh, but, you know, I would say in one of my final remarks on this subject is these two projects are so important that you, you're only going to get one chance. Right. If you don't make this work, if you screw it up, it's then, a, if you uh, snooze, you lose. <laughs> well, you can maybe. De- I would. I would advise if you're going to delay. Sorry, if you're not confident that it's going to be, you're ready to make it successful now. Then delay it. Don't go into this half-heartedly or too hopefully. 
because uh, you won't get a second chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else might get a second chance, <laughs> but it won't be you, right? <laughs> so you, you try to implement a CMDB or a service catalog approach to many customers, for example. If you don't do it right and you uh, fall down on the job, you know, your credibility goes down with you. Right. And so uh, you might not get that second chance. So if you if you believe this is a project you're, you're not as committed to for whatever reason, maybe you don't have the resources, you've got some conflicting priorities, then maybe maybe uh, hold off until you're ready. Right. I mean, we don't want to turn people away from, you know, learning about it. It's on, we're, we're interested in making sure people do have the knowledge and the skill to do it, but, you know, we don't want you to do that too quickly and suffer the consequences. Right. So actually, before we wrap up, you just made me think of something else. What about teams, teams of people? Should organizations send whole teams of people to this, or is it basically more appropriate for one person? Well, you'd probably expect us or me to say, hey, you should send, you know, huge teams of people. I think you have to make sure that the people who are going to come along are the ones who are most directly involved in making it happen. Right. Not the ones who are just affected by it, but the ones who are going to make it happen as a project. And so in many instances, I would expect it's going to be more than one person. And of course, there's got to be some big benefit in having people working and learning together. Yeah, that's what I thought. in sequence, you know, one, one person goes back and suddenly... You know, a few weeks later, the next person now has to catch up. So, yeah, we'd love to host two or three people from an organization where that's relevant, yeah. Right, and I also think I remember that um, we actually have combo discounts for our conference. So if somebody comes to the conference, they actually get 10% off the price of a workshop, right? That's when these these workshops are being offered with our conference in February. Right. It's kind of post-conference workshops or pre-conference workshops. Yeah, I mean, we'd love to combine learning a more general learning experience at the conference with something more practical in the way of training yeah we have discounts on combining more than one learning experience together for individual people but we also have another type of combo discount we call them team discounts for for groups of people yeah awesome well thanks a lot all of that's going to be on our website right you'll be able to find that stuff it it is it's actually at www.pinkelvet.com so i'll just write that down Thanks for uh, sitting down with me today, David. I think that's very valuable information that people can make use of. No problem, Brent. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please stay tuned for further announcements on new products or updates for our conference. For more information or to subscribe to a podcast, please go to our website, www.pinkelephant.com. Thanks very much.